This is G Money, G Mac, George G D Smith, George D Smith, whatever you want to call me. How you doing? Well, not whatever you want to call me, but you know, one of those things works. <laughs> anyway, um, I played a lot of shit the last two weeks. I'm not gonna do that this week. What I'm gonna do is actually, um, I'm gonna play something different because I'm gonna go back. I used to love Dark Fantasy and I never fucking played. I'm gonna play that. We're gonna come back, then we're gonna get it in. I got a bunch of fucking news I want to read out. A lot of cool shit, or not cool shit, but yeah, not bad. It's interesting as fuck. So we'll uh, we'll get into that in just one second. All right, here we go. Watch out! I'm gonna explode like atomic Wanna be a comic? A man gets sleep in this country, and the dad blame telephone has to wake me up. I should let it ring till doomsday. Yes. Yes, this is Sand Canyon Airport. Oh, this is Don Thurman speaking. Yeah, there's a plane here. Where? Mantella. Much for that trip across the desert, but if you need the plane, they're willing to pay me for flying it to you. It will make it six hundred, and it's a deal. All right, I'll make the arrangements. Now you can expect me in about oh, about seven hours if everything goes all right. Yeah, fine. And have that six hundred waiting for me. I'll need it at Mantella. Thirteen degrees. 
And Mantella lies in that direction. I'm going to buck a headwind most of the way, I'm afraid. And those mountains worry me. They're dangerous. Let's see now. Over this way, it's... Santia. No. Not that way for me. If I ever ended up in Santia... I wouldn't want to bet anything on my chances of getting to that place and coming out to tell about it. I can't stay up here much longer. Sandstorm over the desert's getting worse every minute. I can't see a thing down there. Thick as pea soup. Oh, confound it, there goes the motor. Choked up with sand. Well, here it goes. I can't see where I'm heading, but maybe I can bring her in on her belly. in my ears for hours. Oh, my eyes blinded by that awful sandstorm. I can't see. Don't know whether it's day or night. All I know is that someone found me out there on that desert and brought me here. Is that someone? Someone there. I've come to take you to the king. You will be placed in the den of the leopards. Leopards? It is our custom here to feed uninvited guests as a sacrifice to the lepers of the pit. What is this? It nears the time of the full moon. When the moon is full, its rays affect our leopards, maddens them, makes them vicious beyond control. Only the flesh of man will quiet them. And only the king can perform the ceremony of sacrifice. King? What king? King of Santia. Am I at Santia? You are. Yes, you have come where white man is forbidden. But my plane was forced out on the desert. I was purposely avoiding Santia. I was trying to reach Mantella. You were 500 miles from Mantella. But I can't be. I was only in that storm for a few hours. The storm has been raging for three days. Three days? Why, I... I've been only two hours on the desert. The storm came up only a few hours ago. The entire desert has been covered with the storm for three days. But I don't understand. You were discovered only because the Anna has once again displayed her temper towards her father. Iana? Daughter of King Genasi. It has been arranged that Iana is to wed within the changing of the moon. And Iana has rebelled. She attempted to flee Santia through the desert storm. She was followed. She was discovered there with you. Then she found me. Yes. The two of you were returned here to tear to the village. Now you will come with me. My eyes. I can't see a thing. It is the justice of Santia. What do you mean? Come. You will have to guide me. Then take my arm. 
Now. All right. Let's go. This way. How far? Wait. Tanamahase! What's the matter? Tanamahase! Tanamahase! What in thunder are you talking Look, about? They're in the sand. Tanamahase. Big foot. I told you I can't see. Big foot. Tanamahase. Big leopard foot. Followed by man. Leopard foot? Yes, they're in the sand. Leopard tracks. Followed by man tracks. Come. Hurry. Wait a minute. We must hurry. Evil spirits set loose again by full moon. Tanamahase. Big leopard. Come. We hurry. I have brought you the prisoner, wise one. Prisoner? Look here, what is this? You have come, Mr. Thurman, but you are not welcome. I tried to tell you, Flunky, here, that I didn't come to Santia purposely. I was headed for Mantella. You are not a very wise man, Mr. Thurman, to make such an unwise statement. Mantelli is half a thousand miles from here. No, I got off my course. I ran into a sandstorm. My plane was forced down. It's a likely case. But it's true. I was blinded by the sand. I'm still blind. If you have a doctor, I... You say you are blind? I am. I need medical attention right away. Blind? It is the justice of Santia. What are you talking about? It is the law. That should a white man look upon the countenance of Princess Yana, his eyes shall be blinded. I don't know what you're talking about, Tanasi. I've never seen your princess. We found you with her on the desert. Well, I was unconscious when you found me. But she was with you. Then she found the same spot where I took refuge. We are not fools here, Mr. Darman. Fools? I don't understand. It is so ridiculously evident. What's so evident? I have made complete arrangements for my daughter to wed. She has refused to marry as I wish her to. And last night, she fled from Santia. And when we found her, she was with you. But what you think isn't true. You had the rendezvous there with her. No. How many times you have met, I do not know. But each meeting has been in complete defiance of the laws of Santia. That no white man may look upon the countenance... Of the prince. I deny it. I don't know your princess. The evidence speaks for itself. You are blind. From the sandstorm. No. Because the gods are vengeful. I tell you, the sand blinded me. It's only temporary. It was written ages ago. That whatever white man looks upon the countenance of Santia princess will be doomed forever to eternal blindness. It's not eternal. It's sand blindness. It happens to lots of men who get caught in sandstorms. All I need is a doctor. No doctor can cure the blindness sent down by the gods. Give me a chance. I may be blind permanently if you don't let a doctor look at my eyes. King Genasi. Your daughter approaches. Come in, my daughter. My father. My father, have you heard? Heard what, my child? Tanya Mahasi. Tanya Mahasi? Yes. He was in the camp again last night. Leopard footprints are near your house, followed by man feet. Danny Marcy. It's the evil spirit again in the full of the moon. I saw them too. Many tracks. Big. We must tell the wise ones they will work a charm to protect us. First, we must dispose of the prisoner. Look here. Silence. My daughter, come here. Yes, father. He's a white man. Look you at his face and tell me, where have you seen him before? Well, my child? I... I do not know him. 
I have never seen him before. But my king, I saw them together. Silence, Ivan. You are most wise, my daughter. You are most wise to deny your foreign lover. But I'm not her lover. I've never seen her. I can't even see her now. The American is blind, Diana. Blind? Because he has broken the law. Because he has looked upon the face of a princess of Santilla. The gods have blinded him. It's not true. I've never seen her face. Ask her. She'll tell you it's not true. Take him back to the prison hut. And let him wait there until the body of wise ones sit in judgment of his crime. Is a night of the moon. The night is a night we hunt. Those drums. Still pounding. My eyes burning in my head. If I could only find a little cool water. Yeah. I wonder where I am. The king told Ivan to take me to the prison hut, but instead he brought me here. Here? Where? Somewhere out in the open bushes, shrubbery all around it. Wait a minute. What's that? A light up there through the trees. A light. Why, it's a star. I can see. I can see again. One lonely single little star in a sky of heavy clouds. And there, coming over the ridge, the full moon. What's that? Someone... Something there in those bushes. Is someone there? Be quiet, Americano. Who is it? Iana. Princess Iana? Do not speak so loudly. Why are you here? I came to see you. I went first to the prison, but it was empty. Then I knew there had been trickery. Ivan did not do what my father ordered. No. He brought me here instead. Where are we? On the edge of Decano. Decano? The precipice? Yes. It is hundreds of feet over the side of the canal. Listen. This rock. I will show you. Ivan knew you were blind. He left you here alone, knowing you would eventually wander over the edge and be crushed on the jagged rocks down there. He could not wait for the sacrifice. Sacrifice? Yes. With each fullness of the moon, the leopards in the pit of Santilla become madly enraged. The wise men say the moon rays affect them. They must be appeased by the flesh of a human. And the moon will soon be full again. Yes, Donaldo. A pleasant thought. Oh, but Ivan could not wait. He fears all Americanos. 
So he brought you here to be a victim of Decano. Oh, a nice fellow. I despise him. My father says I must marry him. You mean... You don't mean you're supposed to marry him. Do you blame me for running away? I certainly don't. Even death on the desert would have been better than, than him. Princess, why have you come here? Because I would not have you die as Ivan wishes. How did you find me? I have ways. Tell me, Ivan said the storm on the desert had been blowing for three days. Is that true? Yes, it is true. But I was only an hour and a half journey from San Filidor. I ran into the storm suddenly. I cannot say about that. Donato, your eyes. You look upon me as though... As though you see me. I do see you. My sight has come back. Oh, no. You're not glad I can see again? No. I mean... Oh, yes, I... But Donato, to look upon my face... Oh, nonsense. It's all a lot of tripe. What's that? Tell him a hussy. What? Tanimahasi, evil leopard spirit. Oh, look here. What is this evil spirit business? Tanimahasi, leopard. Wherever he goes, tracks always followed by those of man. They kill at the full of moon. A leopard man? Oh, do not say so. Why? Because he is a leopard man. Have you ever seen him? Oh, listen. Come on. Let's ride over here someplace. Oh, Donaldo, have care. It is an evil spirit, a spirit that kills. Do you have any kind of a weapon? Only a small dagger. Oh, give it to me. Oh, no weapon will harm Tanimahasi. Oh, we'll see. Oh, wait. The clouds are... Oh, there he is. Over there. It's Ivan. Oh. Oh, look at him. Uh, he's been... He will die. We must take him back to the village. He's unconscious. Jungle. No. <gasps> Do not touch him. Who's that? Father. Iana. Go at once to your hut and remain there. I fear the gods even now hide their faces from you. Oh, but, Father, Ivan is badly hurt. Go, at once. Now, Mr. Darman. This man needs attention. Put him down. What? I said put him down. But he's badly wounded. By the claws of an animal. Yes. We heard the animal screaming. The princess tells me it's a leopard man. It is true. Tanimahasi, the evil spirit... A spirit which takes possession of a man and changes him into a leopard. Yes, but what man? Who? We have not known up to now. Up to now? Look at your hands. Hmm? Blood. Deep beneath your nails. But I... It is an evil disease, Mr. Thurman. To bring it here among us is still more evil. But I... I say, look here. Do you think I did this? I repeat. Look at your hands. Oh, no, you're wrong. It's Ivan's blood. So it is. But I got it on my hands when I tried to help him. Put him down. Mr. Thurman, I do not try to escape. Ivan will be returned to the camp. Our medicine men will heal him. You will go with me. Now. Where? Your spirit must be destroyed. You have had the wisdom of our elders, Mr. Thurman. You are guilty of a most foul sin against us. You must pay the penalty. 
And you, unfortunate daughter, are equally guilty with him. I cannot plead for you. The law is so written. You have seen too, Iana. Tomorrow night, the two of you shall perish. The stone stairway leads to the leopard pit. The two of you go first. Come, Donaldo. Be brave. I'm thinking of you, Iana. halfway down now. Look up above us. Good Lord. This pit is immense. Huge and round. Yes. And look up there. All the tribespeople of Santia perched around its ridge, peering down. Yeah, to watch this sacrifice. Yeah. But how can they see down here? It's pitch dark. We can hardly make our way in the blackness. Soon, the full moon will be directly above the pit. It is only when the moon is full that its rays reach here into the depth. And its beams madden the leopards. Iana, I see the beasts now. Two of them. There's a man down there with them, petting them. Look, your father. No. He's a white man. I too am white. But I am not his daughter. He has been king of Santia for many years. He stole me when I was an infant at Mantela. Because he wanted a white princess. Iana... The moon. It's coming over the edge of the pit. The people up there can see us now. You see, the moon rays affect the beasts quickly. Move on, down to the pit's bottom. Come, Donaldo. Iana. There must be some escape for you. I am not afraid, Donaldo. Oh, isn't there any way to escape? <laughs> Only one. An impossible one. <laughs> what does he mean? It has always been the belief that if the prisoners are not truly guilty, the leopards will not harm them. full moon is directly over the pit. I remain here. You too, through this iron gate. Come, Donaldo. There is only one more gate now. The one that separates us from the animals. Come. Look how that man controls those animals. It is the power of the full moon. Then there is another way out. If we can keep away from the animals until the moon has crossed the pit. Oh, no, that would be ours. The leopards will be released upon us any moment. This is as far as we go. Aranya! 
If I could only save you. There is no way. Courage do not. No, I'm not afraid for myself. Now, you die. Now I offer you to the gods. Open the gate. No. Wait, Ian. Look, the moon. It is gone. Dark. Did the moon cross the pit? Oh, no, no, it did not come. It's behind the cloud. Oh, no. The leopard. My father. They'll kill him. Oh. No, she got. 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 No, she from the darkness. Tonight's original tale of Dark Fantasy by Scott Bishop, originating in the studios of WKY. Ben Morris was heard tonight as Donald Thurman. Eleanor Naylor Corrin was Princess Iana. Fred Wayne played King Tanasi. And Muir Height was Yvonne. Next Friday night at the same time, listen to the 21st tale in this series of weird and unusual dark fantasy adventures. Created for you by Scott Bishop. Next week's story is called The Edge of the Shadow, which tells of a dairy farmer in Vermont, of a strange dream that is all too real, and of what this dream finally means in the scheme of his destiny. Tom Paxton speaking. Dark Fantasy comes to you from Oklahoma City. This is the National Broadcasting Company.
right there. <laughs> it's really funny. Fucking <laughs> Stevie Wonder cracks me up sometimes, especially um, <laughs> this fucking this greatest hits thing I played this thing off of. It's so weird. Like it's called Stevie Wonder's Song Review. I got this thing for free at some point ages ago. Like, and I just brought down, like, some of my CDs. Like, that's what I usually play, like, well, sometimes. I don't know. Anyway, um, (laughs) it doesn't matter. Um, But it's so fucking weird. It's this double disc collection. That's what it should be called. It's called Stevie Wonder Song Review, A Greatest Hits Collection. All right? And, like, it (laughs) it should just be called a collection. Because when you look at these songs on here, it's, like I said, it's two discs but it's like career expand like the full fucking career like thing but it's in a weird ass order and like <laughs> like wait but it's not really like wait yeah it's it's not a full career it's like it starts from like talking book and walks its ass all the way to like some weird shit like the original motion picture soundtrack the adventures of pinocchio huh (laughs) right (laughs) what the fucking flip like the disc to track one to send one your love from journey through the secret life of plants of course it has ebony and ivory on it like this too is all weird because it's like it goes from that to um yeah all i do from hotter than july um like oof like <laughs> it's got shit from conversation peace and that's p-e-a you know what c-e oof <laughs> like what's going on around here but on the same record it's got like boogie on reggae woman i wish right it's so weird it's so weird these three words i thought oh you mean like for i think i think that's off of uh uh you know oh god now i forgot jeez wait what's her do yeah songs in the key of life right which is an awesome like i got the double vinyl plus the fucking 45 which is a 33 that they give you and like when i lost my phone oh my did i dive back into that thing oh boy it's really good it was like this morning i hadn't listened to um the entire shorty the pimp by uh too short in fucking 20 years just front to back boy that was nice it's a really good like i always knew it was really good but like it's amazingly solid like still like wow I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, see, it is because like it goes, it has "I was made to love her" and "overjoyed" on here, so like it's fucking career expanding. But they're in the middle of disc one, right? It starts, it starts with part-time lover. What the fuck? I just called to say I love you. Then superstition. Then Sir Duke. Then my Sharia more. Ugh, it's all over the place. Then I was made to love her. What's going on around here? overjoyed what the fuck you get whiplash fucking around with this thing <laughs> hey love sign seal deliver i'm yours like what the fuck 
then you are the sunshine of my life because that makes sense that like this one actually makes sense from you're the sunshine of my life to ribbon in the sky like i could buy that right because it's sort of like two like at least ribbon in the sky is way better and i love talking book but ribbon in the sky beats the shit out sunshine of my life is one of the weirdest like it's like no, you can't tell me that, dude. <laughs> no, I've never done drugs, right? That dude, Junkified, that is the weirdest song. Like, he can write. It's the weirdest shit, Stevie Wonder. He can, like, be so dynamic and then, like, crumple into the most boring, mainstreamy, weird shit. Like, it's so weird. But, like, you know what? I dig a dude with a fucking big wide um uh what's the word i'm looking for i don't know like ear you know that i like a lot of shit right so does he that's interesting i like that shit then i played uh master blaster from hotter than july which i like that song a lot then it's living for the city which is a weird that's like wow weird. then uptight what the fuck right lately then do i do how crazy man then like i said the fucking b-side is the bananas one the fucking the journey through the secret life of plants i can't believe ebony and ivory was produced by george martin that's so crazy that's from paul mccartney's tug of war all i do that girl for your love i wish you will know <laughs> boogie on reggae woman higher ground these three words this one's fucking weird. I've, I've never actually watched The Outsiders. I've never was interested enough. Motherfucker wrote with Carmine Coppola, Stay Gold. Oh, man. I almost want to listen to that. I almost want to make you listen to it, too. <laughs> it's got to be awful. Love, Light, and Flight from the Woman in Red. Oh, my God. I remember seeing that all the time. Then that Kiss Lonely Goodbye from the Adventures of Pinocchio original motion picture soundtrack. Then hold on to your dream. I'm assuming an original for this motherfucker. And then Redemption Song from Get on the Bus. Bananas. That is so weird. It should just be called Fuck a Greatest. It's just Stevie Wonder Song Review, a collection. Because that is like, it's the most grab baggy sort of. There's like no no theme, no rhyme, no reason. The shits come in and go with weird ass orders. <laughs> it's so weird it's like it's like uh like somebody played hell hat <laughs> with the uh with the stevie wonder fucking like like if somebody actually collected a like greatest hits of stevie wonder then had a bag full of like just stevie wonder's other shit <laughs> like they picked like disc one like you know 15 from that and 16 from that and whatever the fuck came out is what the fuck came out in that order <laughs> all right part-time lover <laughs> oh man oh what else oh yeah i seen one of my neighbors this morning, weirdly. I thought it was a one neighbor, but it was a different neighbor. I was, I kind of got halfway excited because I thought um, one of my friends was coming over. Because I always invite this dude who is probably never going to come over. But, like, because it's, we do this at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. 
so there's no fucking way this dude's dragging his ass out of bed and coming down here, right? Because, you know, he likes to shoot speed and shit and other shit. So it's like, you know, I get, I, I you know, heroin. I'm like, all right, man, you know, he, but he's like this really interesting, cool, mellow dude. Like, I've known him for a lot of years now. And he's just, he's a nice guy. Like, he's got a long history and a cool story, and, like, he's just cool. He'd be great to put on microphone. But there's no fucking way he's ever coming down here. But, like, he still has that sort of junky, sunken face, you know, he can be hunched sometimes sort of look. And I thought, so I always invite him down here, which I said I don't think he's ever going to do. But I look across the street while I'm standing in the little doorway smoking a cigarette, and, like, while the too short was playing weirdly and then um i look across the street and i see this dude looking you know he's looking both ways and everything and he's all hunched over looks like riffraff sort of right but i can't really see him because he's across the street and he's turning his head and he's kind of got a hoodie on he's turning his head he's turning his head and then i see him and i'm like oh that's a different neighbor of mine And he's all fucked up looking, man. Like, he's bent like a C, you know, or like an L, you know, just riding this, not riding a wheelchair, using it as a crutch and slash picnic basket. And um, I see him and he go, he eyes me and I eye him. And then, like, neither of us do anything, but just kind of eye each other as he walks down the street. And, um... What's so weird is I see him, like, back in, like, 10 minutes or some shit. Like, because he's basically made the same walk I've made. You know, he maybe took a different route, but it doesn't really look like it. He's coming down the same hill I come down. So I was like, wow, okay. And (laughs) he keeps going down the street. I look out the thing, and he's coming back, and he's got a fucking (laughs) uh, vacuum cleaner, like, in the seat of the fucking wheelchair. And I was thinking two things. One, it's really funny that this dude is doing this because this is one of those dudes who always has like a fucking broken ass television with all the wires and shit. Like, I, you know, I don't know if he's recycling the copper. I don't know what's going on with this dude. I know he's a straight up junko, though, man. Like, I don't know if he's he may be shooting speed today because he was booking it down the street. He was walking fast. But once again, he was assisted by a wheelchair. By the way, when I see that dude, like he must be rock solid on that thing, because my biggest fear is if that fucking front wheel kicked up and I just landed chin first into the fucking sidewalk. But anyway, uh, so he comes back with that thing. So, yeah. And two, is that like the perfect Buddhist, right? Is that part of like the perfect like Zen per- person, right? Because that dude has no ego, right? He doesn't give a fuck about judgment. Dude is out there looking like riffraff back his hunch because he's like done so many IV drugs that like his bones just told him to go fuck himself. And now he's just hunched over fucking not dragging, pushing this thing. Now he's going to go back up that hill and then down the other hill. Like, what the fuck? Like, man, like that kind of living just blows my mind. Like, what the fuck? You know? Ego's obliterated, you know. That's you know. That's sort of a not a t- 
terrible thing, <laughs> right? Sort of a good thing, right? It's like what people are supposed to, like, sh- some people are, like, shooting for. Well, hey, that's what he's shooting for, but I'm saying, funny. So, yeah, so that dark fantasy had leopard dude made me think of Rocket Man or Wolf Guy. There you go. Oh, and I got a joke for, uh, uh, <laughs> what you call it? Oh, Warhol. Yeah, uh, Warhol. He's a good uh, comedian around here. <laughs> Which came first, the apple or the obsolescence? Hey! <laughs> oh, yeah, and when I was standing there, too, I was looking at uh, new cars, and I saw one car roll by, and it had uh, bumper stickers all over the back. I was like, man, you know what really got fucked when, like, the car companies, that's what made this dumb apple joke. You well, know, this fucking car companies really fucked over with their lease shit. It wasn't just the consumer, you know, <laughs> with their fucking cars you can't fix no more, right, and all that shit. Bumper sticker brackets, the bumper sticker brigade, the bumper sticker motherfuckers, man. Their business must have sh- took, like, a total shit, right? Once you can't, like, fix your own car and, like, you know, do your own shit, and, like, you plan on turning that bitch in in, like, four years, two years, three years, you ain't putting bumper stickers on the motherfuckers, so the bumper sticker people must have just eaten shit, right? Like, and it's not even their fault. It's not even, like, the economy changed. It was like, these assholes decided to do something to fuck the consumer and fuck us. <laughs> you should have seen fucking bumper sticker people in the street, man. Right? What the fuck? I guess it's not a big enough racket. Right? I guess not. Anyway, let's get these links in from Naked Capitalism. All right. I should have a theme song for that. Boo doo boo boo boo. Oh yeah. Doom 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 You know you're gonna hear the news. You know you're gonna get naked capitalism. Come on, baby. Give me them links. Alright. Links from 72918. That's Sunday morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> One of these days. I might play it today just because it's going to be in my head if I don't. Geraint Thomas set to win Tour de France after taking yellow jersey to Paris. From The Guardian. Les Moonves and CBS face allegations of sexual misconduct. New Yorker. No shit. Not Les Moonves. <laughs> Ronan Farrell strikes again. That must be his article. Holy shit. Mary Ellis, wartime volunteer whose flu spitfires, dies at 101 years old, Washington Post. This is an amazing thing. This lady was a volunteer. She was 26 years old. She's five foot two and uh, English, right? She flies in all these fucking planes, man, like a twin engine Wellington bomber. <laughs> Big fucking planes, right? She's a volunteer pilot for Britain's Air Transport Auxiliary. Her job was to deliver warplanes, Spitfire and Hurricane fighters, the famous Wellington named Wimpies, Lancaster bombers, and more than 70 other types of military aircraft from factories to scramble-ready male pilots at bases of the RAF and Royal Navy's Fleet Air Arm. 
She delivered the Wellington Solo, although built for a five-man crew from its factory. Well, they didn't believe me. (laughs) She wrote in her memoir, A Spitfire Girl. One or two of them still decided to clamber up on the ladder and check the airplane for the missing quote-unquote pilot. They just couldn't believe women could fly these airplanes. Yeah, man. Fucking cool. Poor lady. Well, it's not poor lady. That lady lived a long, cool life, man. That's a fucking... That's awesome. Little short... See, that's why, man... That's part of the reason why I always, like, respect... I try to give people respect, man. Because you never know their fucking story. You imagine just seeing a little five-foot-two English lady... Who the fuck you think this lady flew awesome fucking, you know, bombers and shit to fucking dudes on the line getting ready to fly out to war? You know what I mean? That's the shit. Anyway, speaking of old men, portrait of an artist as an old man. Mel Brooks in his 90s, Atlantic. His ex, man, that dude's still fucking rocking it. You know, at 60, uh, NASA shoots for a revival of moon glory days. France 24. Good luck with that. The Ambient Diaries. Popular. That's gotta be fucking weird. BP buys U.S. sale assets for $10 billion. Sort of a weird story. Like, that's their biggest fucking rebuy into America after their fucking deep water horizon spill that they're still fucking paying for. Weird. Anyway. Two children, great-grandmother, perish in California wildfire. AP. California City of Ash. Shocking pictures show devastation caused by the CAR, C-A-R-R, fire, which is now larger than Salt Lake City. Daily Mail. The UK Daily Mail. Greek fires. The predatory political economy behind a recurring human disaster. The conversation. As Greek wildfire death toll climbs, government takes responsibility. Wall Street Journal. This is fucked up. Big Brother is watching you watch. Welcome to the quiet skies, Boston Globe. Check this weird shit out. (laughs) I did a little preview on the first few stories just to be like, what the fuck is this? All right. From Jana Winter, July 28th, 2018. Federal air marshals have begun following ordinary U.S. citizens not suspected of a crime or on any terrorist watch list and collecting extensive information about their movements and behavior under a new domestic surveillance program that is drawing criticism from within the agency. The previously undisclosed program called quote-unquote Quiet Skies specifically targets travelers who are, not under, <laughs> who are not under investigation by any agency and are not in the terrorist screening database, according to uh, a Transportation Security Administration bulletin in March. The internal bulletin describes the program's goal as thwarting threats to commercial aircraft posed by unknown or partially known terrorists and gives the agency broad discretion over which air travelers to focus on and how closely they are tracked. But some air marshals, in interviews and internal conversations shared with the Boston Globe, Boston Globe, (laughs) say the program has tasked them with shadowing travelers who appear to pose no real threat. A businesswoman who who happened to travel through a Mideast hotspot, in one case, a a Southwest flight airlines flight attendant in another, a a fellow federal law enforcement officer in a third. I think that might be the one that got the fucking memo leaked. (laughs) 
I'm like, what the fuck? Hmm. <laughs> it is a time-consuming and costly assignment, they say. No shit. Which saps their ability to do more vital law enforcement work. Transportation. <laughs> I wanted to say it again, but I can't say it. TSA officials, in a written statement to the Globe, broadly defending the agency's efforts to deter potential acts of terror. Fuck you! Keep saving lives! <laughs> but the agency declined to discuss whether Quiet Skies has intercepted any threats or even to confirm that the program exists. Such releases such information would make passengers less safe. <laughs> Spokesman James Gregory said in a statement, Already under Quiet Skies, thousands of unsuspecting Americans have been subjected to, tar- to targeted airport and in-flight surveillance carried out by small teams of armed undercover air marshals, government documents show. Uh, the teams document whether um, passengers fidget, use a computer, have a jump in their Adam's apple, or a cold penetra- uh, penetrating stare, among other behaviors, according to the records. Air marshals note these observations minute by minute in two separate reports and send this information back to the TSA. All U.S. citizens who enter the country are automatically screened for inclusion in quiet skies. Their travel patterns and affiliations are checked and their names run against a terrorist watch list and other databases according to um, agency documents let's explore the behavior checklist one subject was abnormally aware of surroundings if observed checked any that apply below yes no unknown why and unknown reversing or changing directions and or stopping while in transit through the airport attempting to change appearance by changing clothes shaving while in the airport or on the plane Using the reflection in store front windows to identify surveillance. Observing the boarding gate area from afar. Boarded last. Observing other people who appear to be observing FAM team and or subject. Two. Subject exhibited behavioral indicators. (laughs) If observed, checked any below. Subject's appearance was different from information provided. Subjects slept during the flight. General observations. Provide detailed descriptions of any electronic devices in subjects' possession in AAR. For domestic arrivals only. If possible, provide identifiers, license plate vehicle description of vehicle of pickup vehicle in AAR. The program relies on 15 rules to screen passengers, just read you six, according to a May agency bulletin, and the criteria appear broad. No shit! <laughs> rules may target people whose travel patterns or behaviors match those of known or uh, suspected terrorists or people possibly affiliated with someone on a watch list. <laughs> nah, that's not broad, that's just everybody. <laughs> the full list of criteria for quiet skyscraping was unavailable to the Boston Globe and is a mystery even to the air marshals who feel the surveillance record, uh, request to, uh, the program generates. TSA declined to comment. No shit, they didn't even say it existed. When someone on the quiet skies uh, list is selected for surveillance, a team of air marshals is placed on the person's next flight. The team receives a file containing a photo and basic information such as date and place of birth about the target, according to agency documents. The teams track citizens on domestic flights to 
or from dozens of cities, big and small, such as Boston, in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Taking notes on whether travelers use a phone, go to the bathroom, chat with others, or change clothes, according to documents of people within the department. Flying the friendly skies. Air marshals are following citizens to or from cities big and small, including these airports. Seattle, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Minneapolis, Detroit, Boston, Chicago, Harrisburg, New York, Philly, D.C., Charlotte, Myrtle Beach, Atlanta, Miami, twice. I guess Miami Beach, bitch. Fucking hell. Quiet skies. Did I say Houston? Houston, motherfucker. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> In heart of the mission, baby. Oh, man. Quiet skies represents a major departure for TSA. No shit. Which is crazy because they were already fucking in your business. Since the September 11th, 2001, they didn't even put... They just say September 11th attacks. It don't even matter what year. Fuck it. 73. Since September 11th, 1973 attacks when we threw Pinochet's ass out. And, no, just kidding. Anyway, whatever, whatever. The agency has traditionally placed armed marshals. I think I did that backwards. On routes it considers a... Yes, potentially higher risk or on flights, which is already fucked up or on flights with a passenger on a terrorist watch list man it is hard to describe to people what the fuck it used to be like to fly like in the damn 90s it's like it's like almost it's like what the fuck are you talking about you just walk up to the gate yes whole family yes nobody yes none of this horse shit anyway Deploying air marshals to gather intelligence on civilians, not on a terrorist watch list, is a new assignment. One that some air marshals says goes beyond the mandate, no shit, of the U.S. Federal Air Marshal Service. This has to be some, like, privacy shit. Like, people are going to start suing the shit out of these people. Some also worry that such domestic surveillance might be illegal. Hey! Between 2,000 and 3,000 men and women, so-called flying FAMs, F-A-Ms, work the skies. It's just a jobs program, people. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucked up jobs program. Since this initiative launched in March... Dozens of air marshals have raised concerns about the Quiet Skies program with senior officials and colleagues sought legal counsel. Woo! Like, bitch, I better lawyer up. <laughs> That's a good look, right? That's always a good look when your air marshals are fucking lawyering up. <laughs> yeah, fams, federal air marshals. Yeah. That's crazy, man and expressed misgivings about the surveillance program, according to interviews and documents reviewed by the Globe. The Boston Globe. What are we, what we are doing, quote, what we are doing in, you know, in brackets, in quiet skies. So it's saying, what, are, what we are doing is troubling and raising some serious questions as to the v validity and legality of what we are doing and how we are doing it. One air marshal wrote to it in a text to colleagues. The TSA, while declining to discuss details of the Quiet Skies program, did address generally how the agency pursues its work. Oh, Christ. Oh, Christ. 
Christ, this is gonna be some. Let's write. I'm getting. Okay, I'm just. I have to take notes on how great this part's gonna be. Just give me one second. Right. Let me just look this down. <laughs> okay. Let's 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 see the. Um, here we go. Federal air marshals. He's <laughs> put fams. F A M S may deploy on flights in furtherance of the TSA mission to ensure the safety and security of passengers, crew members, and aircraft throughout the aviation sector. <laughs> Spokesman James Gregory said in an email statement, As its assessment capabilities continue to enhance, FAMS leverages multiple internal and external intelligence sources in its deployment strategy. Agency documents show that there are about 40 to 50 quiet skies passengers on domestic flights each day. On average, air marshals follow and surveil about 35 of them. In late May, an air marshal com uh, complained to colleagues about having just surveilled a working Southwest Airlines flight attendant as part of a quiet skies mission. Cannot make this up, the air marshal wrote in a message. One colleague replied, Geez. We need to have an easy way to document this nonsense. Congress needs to know that it's gone from bad to worse. Experts uh, on civil liberties calls, uh, called the quiet programs worrisome and potentially illegal. <laughs> Don Pardo, illegal. <laughs> These revelations raise profound concerns about uh, whether TSA is conducting per pervasive surveillance of travelers without any suspicion of actual wrongdoing. Said Hugh Hand Handyside. Hey, what a nice name. Uh, senior staff attorney with the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union's Nation National Security Project. Jesus Christ, what's the S ACLU NSB? If TSA is using proxy for race or religion to single out travelers, <laughs> for surveillance that could violate the traveler's constitutional rights these concerns are all the more acute god damn they all say the same shit every fucking time these concerns are all the more astute acute astute us <laughs> freudian slip these concerns are all the more acute because of uh, tsa's track record of being unreliable and unscientific of using unreliable and unscientific techniques to screen and monitor travelers who have done nothing wrong George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley said, Quiet Skies touches on sen several sensitive legal issues and appears to fall into a gray area of privacy law. When the fuck did we make this gray? <laughs> this was about foreign citizens. The government would have uh, considerable power. But, it's U but if it's U.S. citizens, U.S. citizens don't lose their rights simply because they're in the airplane at 300,000 feet, George. Jesus Christ, at 30,000 feet. <laughs> Let's try that again. Take two. If this was about foreign citizens, the government would have considerable power. But if it's U.S. citizens, U.S. citizens don't lose their rights simply because they are in, the, in, in an airplane at 30,000 feet, <laughs> Turley said. <laughs> There may indeed be there may be indeed constitutional issues here, depending on how restrictive or on how intrusive these measures are. Turley, who has testified before Congress on uh, privacy protection, said the issue could trigger a transform transformative legal fight. Oh shit! This is all fucked up. Jeffrey Stone, a oh god, I hate the University of Chicago. 
Oh, God. Here we go. Chosen by President Obama in 2013 to help review foreign intelligence surveillance program. Said the program could pass legal muster if the selection criteria were sufficiently broad. But if the program targets by nationality or race, so everybody keeps bringing this up, it could vi- violate equal protection rights, Stone says. Fuck you. They just say it doesn't. <laughs> And then just do it. Or it doesn't even matter that they just do this. It's fucked up. Asked about the legal basis for the Quiet Skies program, Gregory, the <laughs> what an asshole, the agency spokesman, agency's spokesman, said, TSA maintains a robust engagement with congressional committees to ensure maximum support and awareness of its efforts to keep the aviation sector safe. He declined to comment further. Yeah, I fucking bet. What a shithead. That's a cool fucking picture, though. But I like chicks. Beyond the legality, some hair marshals believe Quiet Skies is not a sound use of limited agency resources. Several air marshals who spoke on condition of anonymity, no shit, because they are not authorized to speak publicly, told the Boston Globe... <laughs> the program wastes taxpayer dollars and makes the country less safe because attention and resources are diverted away from legitimate potential threats. The U.S. Federal Air Marshal Service, them FAMS, them U.S. FAMS, baby, which is part of the TSA. Oh, Christ. And falls on. Remember, that TSA is a new department after September 11th. That was not a thing. All of these assholes, are, which, by the way, the Federal Air Marshal Service, I believe, was like in just like their own shit, which got like umbrellaed under this because there were always air fucking marshal dudes, but like it was they were they were not under the umbrella of this horseshit, especially this shit that involves under the the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security. Go fuck yourself has a mandate to uh, protect airline passenger and crew against the risk of criminal and ter- ter- terrorist violence. I, yet we get it. We get it. They're the, like, sky cops. <laughs> no, they're like sky feds. Oh, fuck you, man. John Cassaretti, president of the Air Marshal Association, said in a statement... The Air Marshal Association believes that missions based on recognized intelligence or in support of ongoing federal investigations is the proper criteria for flight scheduling. Currently, this Quiet Skies program does not meet the criteria we find acceptable. Once again, you got to give it up to some people, man. My man, that's the top dog. He's like, Quiet Skies is fucked up. The American public would be better served if these air marshals were instead it's, uh, which that was in quotes, if these people, what the fuck would he have said there? I get whatever. The American public would be better served if these air marshals were instead assigned to airport screening and check-in areas so that active shooter events can be swiftly ended and violations of federal crimes can be properly and consistently addressed. Right? If you gotta be there, at least do the fucking job you're supposed to be there for. TSA has come under increased scrutiny, you know, since a 2017 Government Accountability Office ooh, raised questions about its management of the Federal Air Marshal Service. Requested by Congress, the report noted the agency, which spent $800 million in 2015, has, quote, unquote, no information on the effectiveness in deterring attacks. Yeah, because I'm sure it's all classified as some horse shit. 
I just like this weird side quote. They always have these little side bubbles. These revelations raise profound concerns about whether TSA is conducting pervasive surveillance of travelers without any suspicions of actual wrongdoing. Hugh Handy's side. American Civil Liberties Union's National Security Project. I should have said the ACLUNSP. <laughs> do, 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 do. They're punchy letters. Late last year, Representative Jody Heiss. We'll say Heiss. Uh, jo- uh, Jody Heiss. Jo- Jody Heiss. 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 No, it's got to be Heiss. H I C E. A Georgia Republican introduced a bill that required the. F- the fams i don't know why why do you start going long like the further you're into this thing (laughs) do you get a like a letter count it doesn't make any sense they require the fams the federal air marshal service in case you forgot to better incorporate risk assessments assessment in its deployment strategy provide detailed metrics on flight assignments and report data back to congress without this information congress tsa and the department of homeland security yeah basically like the outside world are not able to effectively conduct oversight of the air marshals heist wrote in a letter to colleagues i bet this is that lady somebody's calling it's a private call i don't know what that means i'm not answering that's gross all right It'd be weird if it was a fucking somebody of a fan. I really want to talk to him. I love this stupid guy. How are people dicks to their audience? I always wonder that. Like, whenever I hear... I always hate that. It's a weird trope. But, um... I always hear that at, like, the beginning of, like, even, uh, how does this get made? The guy says, like, what's up, jerks? Uh... WTF? Hey, shitheads! It's so weird. <laughs> you shit on your audience. Like, hey, it's not endearing. <laughs> it's like calling me a nigger. It's like, hey, nigger, <laughs> glad to be back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess, motherfucker. Right? I I try to introduce my people like to some nice shit. Like, hey, welcome back, baby. <laughs> I don't want to hear somebody call me an asshole. Hey, asshole! Thanks for listening, you stupid fuck. Fuck you. I think it, it's got to have something to do, like with like a bit of stand-up comedy where they shit all over their audience. Sometimes you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> anyway, it's just part of the tension of the game. Whatever. Okay. Without this, but this is so stupid. This is the part I don't like. With threats, okay, all right, well, let's back up. Without this information, Congress, TSA, the information of the uh, fucking, what would, uh, oh, is it the FAMS? No, not the FAMS. Is it the FAMS? Yeah, the FAMS. Yeah, without FAMS shit. The Congress, TSA, and Department of Homeland Security, like I said, and the rest of the world are not able to effectively conduct oversight or even review, by the way, of the air marshals, Heiss wrote in a letter to colleagues. But threats coming in left and right, which is horseshit. Our focus should be on implementing effective evidence-based means of deterring, detecting, and disrupting plots hatched by enemies. Yeah, it, yeah, you aren't just the smartest man in the room, you dicks. Heiss's bill strengthens the, the quote-unquote 
SASA 2017. Whew. The Strengthening Aviation Security Act of 2017 passed the House and is awaiting consideration by the full Senate. The Globe and Interview of Quiet Skies. By the way, there's a lot of shit to click on. Like, the Boston Globe only gives you like three articles a month. If you get time, this is what I'd click on, big dog. Like, it's really good. It's called TSA is tracking regular travelers like terrorists and secret surveillance. You know, if you can't get it from that first fucking 10 words or whatever the fuck, you know, maybe you can't find it anymore. Anyway, um, yeah, I I keep wanting to read these fucking bulletins, but I'm like, I got to finish this goddamn article in this article. Yeah, we're getting to the end of it. Okay. Well, boy, like I said. I told you, Quiet Skies was quite interesting. Uh, okay, let's get it over with so people can understand what the fuck. All right, the Boston Globe in its review of the Quiet Skies of Quiet Skies, the Quiet Skies, the Quiet Skies, examined numerous TSA. That's why you say shit like that. That's why they put it like that to make it like, eh, it kind of goes down easy. But it sounds like, it sounds fucking scary. Quiet Skies. It's like you kill all the birds. <laughs> Examine numerous TSA internal bulletins, which, like I said, read the bulletin. It's right there. Click uh, directives and internal doc, uh, internal communications and interviewed more than a dozen people with direct knowledge of the program. The purpose of Quiet Skies is to decrease threats by unknown or partially known terrorists and to identify and provide enhanced screening to higher risk travelers before they board aircraft uh, based on analysis of terror tra- travel trends. <laughs> the TTT, terror travel tra- terrorist travel trends, tradecraft and associations. Holy shit. That's amazing alliteration. On analysis of terrorist travel trends, tradecraft and associations, according to a TSA internal tulletin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. I should say it. I should do it in the way that they fucking... This is, I know who this came from, that same asshole. The purpose of Quiet Skies is to decrease threats by unknown or partially known terrorists and to identify and provide enhanced screening to higher risk travelers before they board aircraft based on analysis of terrorist travel trends, tradecraft, and associations, according to a TSA internal bulletin. The criteria for surveillance appear fluid. (laughs) Yeah, I think we noticed that from earlier. Internal agency emails show some confusion about the program's parameters and implementation. Quiet Skies focuses on a person's internal international travel patterns and potential affiliations passengers are not under fritz investigations and their names are not on a terrorist watch list or screen database air marshals have surveyed a businesswoman and what the fuck uh yeah we already read this of southwest airlines flight attendant and a fellow federal law enforcement officer sources said okay that was weird a bulletin in may shows that travelers entering the u.s may be added to the quiet skies watch list if their international travel patterns sick should be patterns or behaviors match the travel routing and trade 
craft of known or suspected terrorists or are possibly affiliated with watch-listed terror. I mean, no, they're not terrorists. They're just watch-listed suspects. Travelers remain on the Quiet Skies watch list for up to 90 days or three encounters, whichever comes first after uh, entering the U.S. agency or U.S. the U.S. agency's document show. I bet to say it like this: for up to 90 days or three encounters, whichever comes first after entering the United States. Agency documents show travelers are not notified when they are placed on the watch list. Of course not. <laughs> no shit or have their acti- activity monitored behavior monitored no shit uh, really uh, quiet sky surveillance <laughs> quiet sky surveillance yay <laughs> quiet sky the quiet sky <laughs> <clears throat> quiet sky surveillance is an expansion of a long running practice in which federal air marshals are assigned to surveil the subject of an open FBI terrorism investigation. In such assignments, air marshal reports are relayed back to the FBI or another outside law, outside law for enforcement agency. In Quiet Skies, these same reports are completed in the same manner but stay within the TSA agency document show. And details are shared with outside agencies only if air marshals observe significant derogatory information what the fuck according to a tsa bulletin the program may target people who have spent a certain amount of time in one or more specific countries or whose reservation information includes email addresses or phone numbers associated to suspects on a terrorism watch list. Well, since this thing keeps spidering out, how in the fuck does that not start including a lot more people? The bulletin does not list the specific countries. Of course not. But air marshals have been advised in several instances to follow passengers of past travel to Turkey, according to people with direct knowledge of the program. One air marshal described an assignment to conduct a quiet skies mission on a young executive from a major company. Her crime, apparently, was she flew to Turkey in the past, the air marshal said, noting that many internal international companies... Her crime, apparently, was she flew to Turkey in the past, the air marshal said noting that many international companies have executive travels through travel through Turkey. According to the government's own Department of Justice standards, there is no cause to be conducting these secret missions. Jana Winner can be reached at jana.winner at globe.com and on Twitter at Jana Winner. This investigation was made possible through the Spotlight Investigative Journalism Fellowship Social Impact initiative of participant media for more go to www.spotlightfellowship.com there you go baby that's a crazy ass article huh what the fuck's going on man these are the things like this is like why i wanted the fucking podcast was to be able to just I don't have to tell you. Let me let the Boston Globe tell you, man. What the fuck, right? Hey, and if you can't afford the article, you just got the article just with a bunch of bullshit in between. I apologize. But there you go, man. What the fuck? 
quiet skies, man. I makes me want to take a fucking music break. Makes me want to listen to some bad Stevie Wonder or some shit. Do I still got Stevie Wonder on the hoof? Oh shit. You know what? Let's do this. This will be fun. Where's that fucking awful weird CD? Come on, you dick. Open up. <laughs> There's no way. We gotta go to fucking disc two. Just disc two so fucked up. Is that that's the quiet skies of fucking Stevie Wonder, and it's put this fucking thing was put out by Motown. That's so fucked. You know, fuck that. It doesn't make any sense. Like once again, it was. Oh, here you go. Speaking of fucked, this is weird. This is one of those things when once you hear it, you'll never get it out of your head. Jamie Gertz, remember from the Lost Boys. And uh, uh, the less than zero, <laughs> right? What what I call it? Oh, the middling's two, double hit wonder, right? <laughs> two hit wonder. That's the middling two hit wonder, Jamie Gertz, right? She played the 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 other girl in Twister, right? <laughs> Helen Hunt. Oh yeah, who the fuck out? Jamie Gertz. You know what's fucked up? She's worth two billion. Dollars with a B. Jamie, the Lost Boys, Gertz, because <laughs> she married a venture capitalist. Like this right wing shithead. He's the same type of dude that wants to split this fucking state down three ways and just it, the most fucked up gerrymandering you'd ever hear in your life. We'll split a state up so I can get more fucking senators. Go fuck yourself. So weird, Jamie Gertz. Ugh. Like what the what the fuck, man? It doesn't make any sense. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call me that one. I'm still so fucking bummed out that that fucking thing is gone. Anyway, here we go. Fuck it. I'm running out of time. I noticed, so I'm gonna fucking 
keep him in the background here because like there's stuff like we just stopped for an article bro there's still a bunch of fucking links more links yeah man there's a fucking shit ton and we we're just getting started all right let's bring this down let's bring it down okay our famously free press in refusing to defend assange mainstream media exposes its true nature Stemmit, Catelyn Johnstone. Whoa, she's a good person. All right. A new Cold War. It's time for NATO to go the way of the Warsaw Pact. Foreign policy and focus. Double negative. Trump, Putin, and the destruction of political intelligence. The Intercept, Mr. Glenn Glean Greenwald. Very fun. Not fun, but informative. Let's put it that way. Ha <laughs> I don't know. Just, I was like, it was a weird, like, weekend update to like, um, famous homosexual, <laughs> right? Grand, Grand, Glenn Greenwald. He's not famous for being a homosexual. <laughs> famous Brazilian living homosexual, Glenn Greenwald writes. Double, this is probably not even his article, right? <laughs> yeah, dick. It's on his website. Fuck you, right? Anyway, it's funny. Um, Trump transition that's the kind of shit you'd hear in michigan like you know, just called this dude up for like some, some unrandom ass shit um top oh god coke brother uh, officials vent frustration with the white house gop-led congress fuck off despite oh that's from the hill uh, despite Trump's assurances, states struggling to protect 2020 election. Political. Worth reading. Despite the obligatory Russian nonsense and despite any mention of the obvious remedy, landmark paper ballots counted in public. Thank you very much. Only my favorite thing to keep advocating for. You know your politicians are full of shit if they just will never just advocate for something as simple as handmarked paper ballots written in public. Just count in public that's all you gotta do what we're not in a rush you got to the fucking 20th of january and it won't take that long to count them believe you me we've done it in short right it's so crazy to do anything else but that means you'd want a free and fair election right that's the thing that's what always kills me. It's such a simple solution. The fact that there's a, there's a dude I heard about who's like a 35-year, uh, a, a, ballot, a ballot machine expert? I don't even know what the fuck that means. What the fuck does that even mean? I'm a, ball, I'm a ballot machine expert. Huh? That's how you get hanging chads and shit. Fuck you. How about we do this? Handmark ballots, <laughs> paper ballots, count in public. Just landmark, handmark, handmark. That's it. Easy. I vote for this person. Okay, that's it. Go. Next. What is this? Maybe it might be Paul. Oh, no. Let's see what we got. All right, I'm going to fucking cut the music real quick and just see what this is real quick. Oh, now it stops. Oh, no, no, no. Let me be right there. Yeah, let me be right there. I'm so darn glad they let me try it again. Because my land. 
Sweet Gale. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, well, you know what? Since that was a weird break, let's talk about this real quick. It's summertime. We're ready to groove in the mission for the sixth annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free. It's Saturday, August the 18th from noon to six with bands Empress of Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more, and more. You can come to Muni Radio for a special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, your friends, your neighbors, your dogs, your cats, your peacocks, your Marmoots, whatever the fuck you got, your ferrets, you know, your uh, cockatoos. Uh, August 18th to benefit Mission, Language, and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more more info, check out the Noise Pop Pop Block Party website at www.20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th20th
Medicare for all is a socialist dream in an American nightmare. The Hill. Shoot me. <laughs> That's what I love about this fucking site, too. They'll put on the ones that, like, they're like, this is what the other side is doing because they're dumb dicks. <laughs> right? And, like, but they're influential, and it's important that at least you know what is also out there. You know, like, I love that type of shit. That's cool, man. Like, you know, they'll just find you, like, the most... In, not just incendiary one, but like the most succinct, like crystallized version of the thing that's out there. And I love that shit. And that's from the hill. Fuck off. That's what's so crazy. That's why it's like, shoot me. All right. Israel arrests Italian graffiti artists in West Bank. Oh, yeah. By the way, they just made that an apartheid state. Fuck you, Israel. Uh, Syracistan. Britain shows it's becoming a weaker state by failing to put the ISIS Beatles on trial. Patrick Cockburn. Oh, that this is from the Sarakistan report. Even the white helmets have been rescued from Syria. So, are we about to see the final battle of the war? Robert Fisk, the Independent. Great. Those two dudes, Patrick Cockburn and Robert Fisk, those are two really good um, journalists, especially about this shit. And I think it's Sarakistan from Pakistan. Western, quote-unquote, press dislikes Imran Khan's win in Pakistan's election. Moon of Alabama. I bet. It must mean he's, like, pro-people. Holy shit. Not again. Guess who's gonna... What's his name? Imran Khan. Guess who's gonna die next? We hope the new government in Pakistan will work to build a terror-free South Asia, says India. Oh, this is from the India report. The good, the bad, and the ugly on um, India's template for how your data will be protected the wire mm. renaming west bengal mamata banjari prepares her bengali identity pitch for 2019 scroll in uh yeah and that first one was from scroll in dot in india i'm assuming China, how drug firm at center of China's latest vaccine scandal cut corners and forged data. SCMP, I used to know what that said, meant uh, a surveillance state unlike any the world has ever seen to Spiegel. God, I want to, once again, in the China section, Brexit, Brexit split down the middle. Oh, by the way, the last one, the surveillance state, that was from Der Spiegel. So, oh, Jesus. Uh, Brexit. Army on standby for no deal Brexit emergency. The Times. Macron, the bodyguard in the Mayday scandal. Financial Times. Class warfare. All right, we're almost out of here. Sanders and Ocasio Cortez are not socialists. What are they? Yeah, they're Democrats. With <laughs> they're traditional Democrats is what they are. At the end of the day, that's what's fucked up. Fewer Americans are making more than their parents did, especially if they grew up in the middle class. Brookings Institute. Domestic workers in Seattle win most comprehensive bill. Uh, of rights in the U.S. Congratulations, domestic workers. New housing can spur growth in cities left for dead. American conservative. How to spot the hidden costs in a no-cost tablet contract. Prison policy. Okay. 
Prisoners hack, quote-unquote, $225,000 in credits from digital system, but the victim is the one under fire. Fortune. American society would collapse if it weren't for these eight myths. Truth dig. Lee Camp. That's cool. And uh, Wall Street has finally taught Zuckerberg the lesson he deserved. Worth a read despite the offensive photo composite. And from the Kill Me Now section, please forward all my mail to this photo of Hillary Clinton and Bette Midler. I live here now. L magazine. The photo du jour. This beautiful little yellow bird with a black face. Red eye. Creepy beak. There you go. Hey there. Hello. Are you here for uh, the next show? All right. We're going to put on some music. Do something. Let me get my ass up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a show here. What am I trying to do? Have a show here? There's no fucking way. I was going to make you fuckers sit through that Pinocchio song, but there's no way I'm going to sit through it. So we're going to set this here. I got somebody at the door. I'm going to play some Glenn Branca, and then we're going to come back. Because nobody ever plays Glenn Branca, but I'm going to. I'm going to play, uh... yeah, play the first two tracks. Fuck it. Let's have fun. Your fantasy Worries you Even empty eyes Don't let me stop You think of things You will not speak of These things are true and real You are a part of a life which is false and unreal You help to contrive it You draw out boundaries You long for a world without boundaries You cite instances of wrongdoing You propose ideal situations You ask for my opinion Thank you. 
got me, you 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 got me. Dedicated to Becky Cooper because she's only the best.
crystal palaces for floral kings A well-known waving span of wings Witness the singing of the sun A deep breath of submission has begun Interrupting my train of thought lines Of longitude, latitude, defy, refine My altitudes Interrupting my train of thought lines Of longitude, latitude, defy, refine My altitudes Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army. Dot 
Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager, 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shot. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018.